if there you, you get, if there's not a little kid running around trying to beat the crap out of Kiefer Sutherland, I'm out. Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. How did your Father's Day go? It's uh. It's been fun. We um we, we bought a swimming pool. Just a just a little, you know, nothing fancy, just a three foot inflatable pool. Like fifteen feet wide, whatever. Was that your GoPro? Yeah. That looked amazing. <laughs> uh no, that was actually the Galaxy S eight. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah, that was the Galaxy S eight. I had my cell phone in the pool and uh it did great man uh the the video uploaded was 4k so well see that's that's what i was saying that's what blows my mind i i thought that was a gopro and you're telling me that was your phone you dunked underwater yeah yeah nice fun but i had the gopro out there as well i have some good footage from it as well but dude we just had blast um i'm gonna find out Soon, how much twenty six hundred and fifty gallons is going to cost me? No, oh. it should. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I'm excited. Uh, it'll be an adventure to see how much uh, that much water costs. I don't think I've ever filled up anything that large since I've owned a house. Hmm. But what'd you do for Father's Day? Oh, we just uh, went to church, did the church thing, and uh, uh, visited. You know, my mom and dad. My dad broke a couple of ribs the other day and didn't tell me about it so that's that's wonderful oh my goodness yeah is he okay uh, i guess so he's fine he's go- gonna go to the doctor tomorrow have him checked out oh my goodness ribs are horrible but dude okay you were we here we are father's day last year we talked about horrible dads you know people you didn't they they did not perform the job of dad so well these don't even have to perform the job well. These are your favorites. Do you have favorite TV dads or or just favorite dads in general in pop culture or so even? Well, like I said at the top of the show, uh, I wanted to hear your opinion and then I could uh, get off of you well, there. Well, 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 well my, my two favorite TV dads have to be Red Foreman and Ron Swanson. And I'm talking about from that 70s show and Parks and Rec. Those are horrible examples of fathers. What are you doing? They are because they're me. <laughs> I mean, I I love Red Foreman. Uh, you know, he, he's a hard ass. Uh, he's a hardened war veteran. And he doesn't like the crap that's going on nowadays. And then you have Ron Swanson, who is anti everything and i i love him for it he he is a great father uh when when he in the tv series gains a family he becomes a totally different person and ron swanson and red foreman have to top the charts for me but but you know there were also great tv dads like the mr brady had to be a great tv dad i mean he come on he had six kids I don't know how much an architect makes, but he must have been rolling in some dough. Oh, well, if, we, if we're if we going to go that route, you might as well say Al Bundy. I mean, come on. The guy worked in a shoe store, had a 
had a house in the suburbs and had money to hand out to both of his kids at any time. He didn't this like it, true. but he did. This is true. Al Bund I see, I like Al Bundy. He 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 those there's those dads that are just the relatable ones. The ones where you're like this is really me. This is how there there's my outside persona and then there's my persona in the house. Al Bundy is a little bit of everybody but, if they let themselves go with it, you know? But these aren't good fathers. What are we doing? These are your favorites. <laughs> these are your favorites. They don't have to be great. I mean, oh, I man. Mean, I wanted to go down the route of, like, Silver Spoons and, like, uh, Webster and 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 uh, what was the one with... Uh, what you talking about, Willis? Uh, hmm. What's happening? Now, what's happening? Are you kidding me? The dad, the dad, like disappeared after the first season. Oh yeah, this is true. That's bad. Um, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's that's where my mind went. Now I did want to talk about coming up this next weekend. Um, I spoke to Adam uh, Kurtwright, who owns uh, the owner of the Melba Theater. They are start kicking off their summer movie uh, um, showings. Extravaganza. Oh yeah. And this, boy, I'm excited about this. Never have I seen these two movies in the theater. The Sandlot, you know, all-time classic. You're Uh, killing me, Smalls. You are killing me, Wendy Peppercorn. Um... On June twenty third is the first June twenty third to the twenty fifth. Uh, they're going to have a showing of the Sandlot at six on Friday, three on Saturday, and two on Sunday. And the second movie, Jaws, the original, never seen it in the theater. That'll be awesome. Going to have to go to that. Uh, nine on Friday, seven on Saturday, and five on Sunday. Um, if you're anywhere near Batesville, Arkansas on those dates, come down and watch these movies. I mean, this is why you have a, a restored old movie theater, is to watch stuff like this. I mean, you don't go oh, for the, the first-run movie, even though those are great there and for, and for cheap. Um, man, just seeing Jaws on the big screen, like when I went and seen Indiana Jones, ah, there's just something about taking your kids and watching a movie like that. Um, and, and I thank Adam and and the rest for for offering this opportunity to the, our local area. Oh, dude, yes, that is awesome. I uh, I would like to be able to make it down there at least for the Sandlot. Oh, I figured you'd be a Jaws man. I, well, dude, I love Jaws. Don't get me wrong, but the Sandlot is is just it's one of my favorites. It, it's one of my childhood favorites. I could quote it, you know. I, I just love that movie so much. You know, it's sports. It's the 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 underdog. It's the nerds of the neighborhood. You know, they're they're not really the outcasts, but they kind of are because they're not the cool kids. I, I love the Sandlot. It is an incredible movie. Oh, it's uh, Dennis Leary as a bad stepfather. Come on. Hey, hey, he's a good stepfather as well. He ends up teaching him to play catch. And you gotta admit, he's pretty lucky that he didn't kill the kid for ruining a <laughs> Babe Ruth ruined baseball. You do you know how bad I would have reacted? Uh, I can imagine. Speaking of it, bad reactions. Oh, okay, okay. Look, don't don't go bad reaction and paint me <laughs> one direction already, sir. I I got the paint out. I am ready. I got the walls are plastered. It looks like friggin' uh, a Dexter right. up in here. So let's oh go. Oh my goodness! 
Look, I what he's getting at is I saw the Wonder Woman movie. I saw Wonder Woman, and it was a good movie. It was a very good movie. But I'm just saying, I'm trying to be the cool head here and say it is definitely DC's best movie. As far as the DC Entertainment Universe, the DCEU, it is definitely their best. But let's not go blowing things out of proportion, saying that, you know, this is the hands-down single greatest superhero movie that ever made it anywhere. There's there's definitely some plot holes there. There's some issues there that I, I could discuss it on a further basis, but I thought it was a great movie. I liked the pacing of the movie. I thought it was... The, dude, they kept it moving along quite well the whole entire time. The The dialogue was always great. There were just a few little things that even you said it wasn't a perfect movie. And I was just kind of jumping on that and saying, yeah, I agree with you. It's definitely not perfect. It does have its flaws, but it is a very good movie. It It could definitely turn things around for DC if Justice League follows suit. You you can't just have one great movie. That It's like I, I was telling you this morning, you know, every sports fan in the back of their head, whether they cheer for them or not, goes, you know what? It would be nice if Cleveland won a championship just to see that underdog that hasn't won anything in forever win something. And what happens? Last year, they win a championship. Now, there's a lot of people that have blown that out of proportion. Oh, they're back. All the greatest teams in Cleveland, blah, blah, blah. No. You won one championship. You had one good movie, DC. Let's let, let's, let's let's keep it real. <laughs> let's keep it real. Who, who are these people? Are you working with somebody? Or are you talking to people that are thinking this is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Because that's not what I've said, and that's not what I've heard. Are there you, you other people it- saying this? You quote last week or the week before said it was in your top five ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is in. Personally, it's in my top five ever movies. Yes. But not because of the criticalness of the movie. I I experienced feelings in that movie that were some of my favorite of all time. I mean, this movie moved me personally. And okay. yes, it all is right. in my top five. And that's why I made sure to say it's not a an amazing, perfect movie. It has its plot points. It has some flaws. But it's still a great movie. It, And like I said earlier today, does it stand up to the last four Marvel movies, the last four great Marvel movies like Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Winter Soldier, uh, Civil um, War? No, Doctor Strange? No. No. Uh, well, I'm getting there. There are ten other movies that I will put it up against. Like you could, you cannot sit here and tell me Wonder Woman is a is not a, as good as Avengers Two. I will spit in your face and turn oh, this oh, podcast no, no, off, no. sir. Okay, okay, it, it's fine. You, you can say it's the same as Age of Ultron. That, that's just fine. No, 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 no. You don't. You, that does not get a pass, sir. It is much better than Age of Ultron. Okay, it's better than that. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But like I said, it's. It's, it's got ten part. other ten other Marvel movies to compare against, and it stands up to. 
I'm not it, saying it it's better than all of them. I'm not saying it's worse than all of them. I'm saying that I would pull that movie and watch it just as soon as I would ten other Marvel movies. I would watch those four named ones before that. But I'm just I'm just saying it, for me, it, it's it's on par with Doctor Strange. <laughs> I mean, it's on par with Doctor Strange. I I'm not gonna say it's as good as Guardians Two. No, no, no. I'm not saying that either. I, I I am waiting for Guardians two to come out. You know that that one I am excited for, super excited. This I'll I'll watch it again when I get a chance. I probably won't buy it. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna buy it. But Guardians I will own, and, and that's probably me being a little biased. I I don't care. I'll admit to that. But I'm just saying I seen it. It was a good movie. It's definitely the best DC has put together so far. I enjoyed every little bit of it. But I will say this. All the DC haters that come up and say Marvel, oh, they never put them up against tough bad guys. Well, you get to eat your own words this time, my friend. Uh, I'm just saying. The the baddie was not super strong in this movie. <laughs> the 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 baddie presence. I think I was... think the mustache presence was the problem. But anyway, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, oh my goodness! Speaking of things we are looking forward to, we got a first uh, uh, shot of Deadpool two. Oh man! And it looks like he's uh he's back at the X mansion. He's back hanging out with Professor X. What do uh, you think this is going to lead us to? Uh, some new characters. Or do you think we're going to have basically the same run of the X-Men? Are we going to get more than Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Well, we know, we know we're getting Cable. So, I mean... Right. You know, Colossus, right. A- after the success of that first movie, I-, I do not want a Deadpool without that Colossus in there. That was absolutely great. Now, we've got nothing to go on. I just did want to say that it started, and I am super pumped. I know there's a lot of people who rail against Deadpool and Wolverine because they're overblown, overused characters. I'm sorry. On the movie screen, this works for me. Absolutely. I don't know why. I'm excited. Yes. And then, uh, all right, man. Who's got the story straight here? Is Venom going to be part of the MCU or is it not going to be a part of the MCU because somebody needs to get their story straight. I think it's fine. I mean, they just said that there's not going to be any direct connection to the MCU. It's just going to exist in the same universe. I mean, they're not going to have Iron Man show up in the Venom movie. That's all they're saying. They may have Spider-Man and Spider-Man's related to the MCU and you can make the tangential connection we are all that smart. They're just saying they're not going to directly have reference MCU stuff in those movies, which is fine. Right. They don't have to. It's just confusing when they come out and publicly say stuff one way, and then less than a week later, somebody says something different. It, it makes things rather confusing. Well, it's the it's the legal dance they have to do, and that can get kind of wonky because it's other people's perspectives, and somebody told somebody this... Some person thinks this is okay. Tom Holland tells people that they've got two more Spider-Man movies planned in the Marvel Universe. Oops! Oh, did I jump the gun? So, yeah, yeah. Tom Holland in an interview said, uh, 
the Spider-Man trilogy is going to be in the MCU, whereas we all were all thinking and were told that the next Spider-Man movie probably wasn't going to be MCU. So that is exciting. Yes. Dude, um, do you ever get excited about... In, in the summertime, there's a, a tradition that comes around, and Discovery Channel has Shark Week. Can't stand you it. Have, you don't watch Shark Week? Nope. Can't stand it. I want it all to die in a fire. What? Why? 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 We we love the documentaries and the stories about different things and like the the documentary portion is what we really like. But you, you're not a fan of Shark Week. No, I've got Jaws. That's all I need. I don't need any other sharks in my life. I oh, haven't got goodness. I haven't got room nor time for other sharks. Well, well, dude, you may want to make some time just for a few minutes because. You could watch something that could be memorable. I mean, have you ever wanted to see a Olympic gold medalist get eaten by a shark? No. Well, you might have the opportunity, whether you want to or not, because apparently Michael Phelps is going to race a shark Dumb. during Shark Week. Dumb. Dumb! Yes, total publicity Dumb! hype, but, but I will watch it. Like Sharknado. Oh my God! Somebody shoot me in the head! Why? Why? <laughs> Why? It's fun. Ah, it's fun. I like that stuff. People are drinking the Kool Aid. You, 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 no, no, you you are just a little too serious sometimes, man. You gotta you gotta back it down just a little and enjoy some silliness. Sharknado is fun. Speaking shark, of shark stuff, is fun. Speaking of some silliness. I've been looking for this for a very very long time. Could not remember the name of it. Can't remember everything that's in it, but there was something in my youth that's been itching the back of my brain for the past two or three years, and I found it. Um, I found it. I put this out on uh, the uh, Facebook page earlier today. There is a uh, um, collector's box set that came out in 1989 called the Official Marvel Comic Book Collector's Kit. Okay. Now, this was a box that had 15 comics in it, and it had a, uh, not a long, a little short box where you put your comics in. It had a poster, which hung on my wall. Okay. And it had like 15 boards and sleeves in it. It was, it was like 40 bucks. And I, I sent off, I had my mom send off for it, whatever, and instead of one, I got two. Somehow Ooh. they they double processed the order and I so actually I guess I paid twenty bucks for for uh, two, but nice. it was a you know just a time <laughs> capsule of nineteen eighty eight eighty nine comics and I, I haven't got them all because I don't remember exactly which ones they were they're all in my collection but some examples were uh, X Men number two forty two uh, in the middle of the Inferno run all uh, right yeah. And uh, Amazing Spider-Man 314, a Todd McFarlane Christmas uh, Amazing Spider-Man comic. Marvel Comics Presents number one, uh, the Wolver- start of the Wolverine stories in Marvel Comics Presents. Uh, Wolverine Standalone Series number four. Now, not the miniseries with Frank Miller, unfortunately. This was his ongoing series that started after that. And, and you know, 11 other comics that were in there. Man, this thing really had me uh, having the nostalgia hits. And I'm, I'm going to go through my collection and try to find those comics. Because every time I go through them and I see one, I'm like, that's one of them. 
Uh, I think there was a web of Spider-Man in there. There was a couple Ooh. other things, but yeah, I mean, it, it, oh, I love it. I love this thing, and I couldn't even remember what it was. And I finally found it like two days ago, and I just wanted to share. It's out there. It's great. If you see one laying on the shelf, grab the thing. I will buy it from from you. <laughs> just I'm not, awesome. I'm not I'm not paying the eighty nine dollars this eBay auction once. That's for sure. That is crazy, but it sounds entertaining, dude. Um, all right, we there was a trailer that came out this week, and. A lot of times, you know, we get goofy trailers. I oh. click on them, I watch them, I'm like, this is going to be a crap movie. Is it the, and I is it the Groundhog Day remake? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, when did Groundhog Day get a horror remake? And, and the movie we're referring to, it just has to be discussed, is called Happy Death Day. <laughs> I watched it. and I watched I the trailer two or three times. Really I, liked it. I liked it. I showed Michelle, and she was like, yeah, we need to see this. She's like, this, this looks good. I agree. It, it's the silliest thing ever. It reminds me maybe of a mixture of Groundhog Day and the Supernatural episode where Dean keeps dying over and over again. Right. I mean, it, uh, I'm, let, let's go ahead and discuss the trailer. I mean, it's a girl. She wakes up. It's some frat room, and, you know, it looks like it's going to be some teenage frat comedy, and but then it turns real dark, and she gets murdered by some guy in a mask. Boom! She wakes up back in the frat room, and, and same it stuff is happening. Over. She has to solve her own murder uh, to get out of the loop, I believe. I mean, that's, that's what's implied in the trailer. And Correct. She, you know, she starts figuring things out and becomes more and more badass uh, in the, as the trailer goes on. Or, or, or she just, it looks like she's going to take a couple of days and not even care that she's going to die and just do some fun stuff. Like, I don't know, man. It looks like a trailer that could be an entertaining popcorn movie fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quirky stuff like this is, is what I really enjoy, finding those diamonds in the rough. Um, oh, but speaking of diamonds in the rough, I mean, were you, were you done with that trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, man. It just looks like something that I can't wait. It, it'll be fun this summer. Something that I can't wait to see is Legion series two, uh, season two, because I finished season one. Oh, oh really? My I, God. I, of course, am behind. So, uh, it looks like the lead on to season two will be good. <sighs> oh yeah. Yeah. This show, okay, I, I've never gotten into Twin Peaks, and I understand people who love Twin Peaks. I, I do get it, because it's the same kind of people that love X-Files and that kind of thing. It's a mythology, it's figuring it out. Uh, Legion is one of those things. You get it or you don't, and you love it or you don't. And I love Legion. It is just a mind trip each episode. <laughs> you watch it and go, what? What is going on? I've got to find out. I can't wait, man. I need to get caught up. I think we left off after maybe episode seven or eight. So we have quite a bit of catching up to do. Right. Well, and I've been watching, finishing, I finished it on Hulu. Awesome. Awesome. We will definitely check it out on Hulu, man. I, I need to finish it because it was so good. Yeah, and I'm hoping this will continue a, a streak for Fox on TV um, with the other X-Men stuff they're doing. Now, before we get off any other movie stuff and, and a trailer, um, 
the last uh, War for the Planet of the Apes trailer came out, which was good in its own right. Now, did you see the clip that came out from that movie? Bad Ape? Yes! Bad Ape? Yeah. Uh, I, look, I enjoyed Bad Ape. I, I liked that clip. It looked really good. But this stuff is just... You're letting too much out. Because I don't know when to quit. Because I will continue to watch stuff. When new trailers come out, I'm like, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not watch this one, but I'll watch it. And, and and you're showing me too much. I just let me go to the theater and watch it, I, cause I really like that clip. But now when I'm watching the movie, when I watch the movie and this clip starts, I'll be like, oh, this next three minutes is gonna be boring because I already know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but like, so in the, in the second movie, um. Con- not conquest. God bless it. I'm screwing them up again. Uh, Rise, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. You had Koba, who was a great character in his own right in that movie. This ape they show in Bad Ape uh, clip it gives that same feeling. You really feel what this character is about and what's going on. The story's delivered well. The emotions are there. Oh yeah, I, I I am glad I saw this clip. I'm going to go see this in the theater. I may oh. even pay you know for opening weekend prices. It, yeah, I agree 100. percent And I I think there's something special about this one. It seemed like he wasn't a normal you know ape that learned how to speak like the rest of them. He uh, it seemed like he was a little different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of a little different, um, X Men gets an alien queen. Now, did you read this article? I did not. Well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Jessica Chastain, whew, such yes. such a such a beautiful woman, yes, is going to be Lalandra, uh, queen of the Shi'ar Empire in the next X Men movie. Wow, that's so, pretty cool. But. Even better than that, what that means is they are doing Dark Phoenix. Right. Yeah, the moment you mentioned the Shi'ar Empire, I was like, okay, we're talking some serious X-Men stuff here. And for those of you who don't know, of course, in the first X-Men movie trilogy they did, they did Dark Phoenix, but it wasn't the comic book Dark Phoenix. In the comics... Uh, Jean got possessed by the Phoenix Force, which was a separate thing, not her power. She, you know, lost control, left Earth, went to an alien world, consumed their sun, killed an entire solar system, and came back to Earth. And, you know, as people do, they want justice for, you know, galactic uh, genocide. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Lalandra came and... Uh, put the the X-Men on trial, led to the death of the Phoenix and Jean Grey the first time. Very famous storyline, one of the best uh, X-Men stories. John Byrne was did the art of those stories, by the way. <clears throat> and um, for that to be addressed in this movie uh, makes me feel a little better about it. Of course, seeing it, seeing Apocalypse does temper my expectations, but right. I, I feel a little better about it. Oh my goodness. It, it just It's such an undertaking. I, I hope they know what they're doing. Now, Sean, you brought this to my attention, so why don't you talk about this last trailer that we saw? 
Dude, so one of my favorite movies in the 80s was Flatliners. We'll discuss more of that later, but we're getting a reboot. Obviously, in this modern day of reboots, it it was bound that this one was going to come up. But let me just say, these people have big shoes to fill. Because the original Flatliners cast was flat out incredible. That's right, because that was scary as crap back then, you know. (laughs) Flatliners was, I I think it was one of those first movies where I watched it and I was like, you know, it it, it may have been one of the first supernatural where I was scared for them, you know. Something was after them. Something changed in the movie, and as a viewer, you could feel that change, and you're like, this... This isn't good. This isn't whatever they're meddling with isn't going to end well at all. Yeah, it kind of had a Nightmare on Elm Street feel to it because, of course, in in the movie Flatliners, you know, it deals with dying and coming back. And we'll save the rest of that for a later discussion. But, uh, uh, you know, that's that's kind of where it went with it. Now, this new trailer had had some different takes on some stuff. I like where yeah. they led, you know, the good stuff they were they were doing and and studying at the first part of the trailer, which I don't yeah. I don't want to get to. I want people to go out and watch it. I, I really was kind of into, but then of course it does take a turn because right. it is a flatliners reboot and some things start not going their way. It it looks great, man. I uh, I'm excited for this one. Um in this day and age of reboots, you're always on the edge of what's next. Are they going to mess up something that I hold near and dear to my heart? Or are they just going to, you know, come out with something better than we could have ever expected? And this is one of those movies where they could actually do a little better with modern technology, with modern story writing, with the way things are done nowadays. This could be a really good movie, and I'm excited for it. Uh, me as well. Um, let's break into local hall. Sean, did you get a local uh, hall this week? For the first time in two weeks, I actually have something. Oh! And, and let me just say, I, I put it out there last week, that obviously my local hall this week is I have sitting beside me two Super Saiyan Rose Goku Blacks. Two? Two, yes. And, and listen, I, I want to thank everybody that messaged me the day the podcast came out, the day it was released. I know I received at least three or four messages from different people. Hey, here's a way to get that pop. Here's another way to get the pop. It, here, It's close by me. Help me. You know, if you need help, I got it for you. It, it was amazing. I, I had no idea people would be messaging me like that. It was flat out incredible. I thank each and every one of you. But let me just say, I, I didn't expect that. I, I had no idea that was going to happen. So what I did was I actually came through that night. I sat with my phone on the um, Hot Topic homepage with, or on the page with Super Saiyan Rose Goku Black, and seriously, every 15, 20 minutes, for a whole night, for five or six hours, I clicked refresh. I clicked refresh. I clicked refresh. And sure enough, at like 11.30, 11.45 at night, my time, it went live. I purchased two of them, 
and then uh, I stayed up. I, I, I was happy about it. I was super excited about it. And lo and behold, I clicked refresh probably 30 minutes after that, right at around midnight central time, and it was gone. They were gone already, sold out. So I did not know I would have the outpouring I did the very next morning. Thank each and every one of you for taking the time. And now I have two Super Saiyan Rose Goku Blacks beside me. One of them, I may be planning something special for that. So, uh, you know, if, if you're a fan of uh, Dragon Ball Z or anything like that, um, stay tuned. Let, let, let's just say that. Stay tuned. Well, Rick, then, how about you? Well, let me tell you what I'm a fan of. Westerns. Westerns? Dude, some no, good I'm... Western stuff is I... awesome. I'm kidding. I'm not that big of a fan of westerns. <laughs> what? I did. You just you just crushed me. You <laughs> lifted me up on this mountain. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was about to talk about all these great westerns I love, and then you just crushed me. No, so, no, 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 no. Now calm down, calm down, cool your jets here. I do like some westerns. I have great nostalgia for me and my dad on a Sunday afternoon watching uh, Roy Rogers, Gene Autry, uh, you know, the Duke himself. Uh, on several movies like McClintock, my favorite, oh. one of my favorite John Wayne movies of all time. Absolutely, McClintock's incredible. But you're you're speaking of other stuff. What did you get? Um, I got. Uh, now I didn't. I didn't spend any. I spent a dollar. <laughs> but I oh, got wow. two things. I, I stopped by a yard sale. I turned around just because I specifically saw a yard sale that said uh, toys. I was like, well. I don't have a lot of time, but I'll, I'll swing in. Guy yeah. had a box. And this is heartbreaking. Guy had a box that had like eight comics in it. Told me two weeks ago it was full. These are from comics from 1971. Oh, wow. This w was a full box of comics. What I was able to get out of there that, that I mean, there's <laughs> they're not in great condition. I mean, they got beautiful colors, but right. they've got staple. They've got two staples in each one. It's got some sort of weird tape over the staple. Or where the staple was, they taped it first and then stapled it. Mm -hmm. But the comics are decent. They're readable. I mean, there's no tears or anything like that. They're good colors. Uh, they're discolored where that happened. But uh, Marvel Western Gunfighters featuring Gunhawk, Apache Kid, and the Ghost Rider. The original uh, horse riding white suited Ghost Rider, Carter Slade. That's awesome. And, you know, I've always had a, a, a thing for Ghost Rider. You know, Ghost Rider was my first comic. Uh, he was my first lore part of Marvel. You know, I researched uh, and found all the Ghost Rider stuff. I got the Marvel Comics universe and read about uh, the original Ghost Rider, who they changed to Knight Rider and Phantom Rider after the, the demonic Ghost Rider came out. And uh, his name was Carter Slade, That's uh, the, awesome. the original, and that is my my oldest son's middle name. It's Carter, and that's why I agreed to that name. Was that's the first thing For, I thought of was Carter Slade. It's awesome, and um, I was able to pick these up, and I didn't even know because I hadn't I'd read this, but I hadn't researched it. Uh, I I got number five and number six. Number five alludes to the next story is the death of the Ghost Rider, and I knew that Carter Slade had died and passed the mantle on to his brother Lincoln, and that is this issue, Gun, uh, Gunslinger number six. 
Oh wow! Uh, so I was I was really happy. It ain't worth nothing to anybody. It's just something I enjoy having. And I had a great yeah. conversation. I put this out on uh, the Facebook page, and I believe Mike uh, chimed in that. Uh, you know, Ghost Rider was one of his first favorites because of the storyline in West Coast Avengers where Lincoln uh, came back uh, as, a, as a, well, of course, this is in the 1800s and, and they both died, of course. But Lincoln actually was in an Avengers comic where the Avengers went back in time. He starts obsessing over, and he was a good guy, turned, obsessing over Mockingbird, ends up dying. His ghost possesses his great-great-grandnephew in West Coast Avengers and pursues Mockingbird there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it yeah, it's really neat. We had a great conversation about it. Um, that is awesome. So, yeah, I was really happy to have these, and it's they're beautiful covers. I really enjoy, like, the artistry of the comics that time and the colors. You know, they, they only had that limited color palette, and they just pop. And uh, I, I really like that stuff, especially for, you know, a dollar. I can throw a dollar at anything. So, yeah, I was really happy to get them. That's my local haul. That is awesome, dude. Uh, moving on to Lost in Time. What do you have for us this week? Well, I, I, I was researching some stuff, and I ran into... It was music-related, and I had forgotten, you know, in the 80s... There was this weird trend where movie stars had the hubris to believe, eh, I could sing. <laughs> and, yeah, like, like Shaq could rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had, you know, songs by Eddie Murphy, my uh, Party All the Time, and Don Johnson. Party All yep. the Time. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And that, uh, that song's on uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> and every time it comes on, I, I'm sure to like crank the TV or turn up my headset because I'm like, it's Eddie Murphy, yeah, dude. And Don Johnson had had a single. I can't remember the name Are you of serious? it. Yep, Don yep. Johnson. Don Johnson. And uh, of course, the most famous of the time was. Bruce Willis had a blues band that actually had some success. He had a couple of records, um, and that's when they did the Planet Hollywood thing and all that. That so, is true, isn't it? Yep. Bruce Willis, was he a founder of Planet Hollywood? I believe so. That is true. Oh, my goodness. I remember when Planet Hollywood was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. and Stallone and all them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've I've been to a couple of them. I've been to I've been to the one at uh, Disney World. I've been to let's see, L.A. I've been to Vegas and I've been to Honolulu. I believe those are the three I have. Yeah, that's they're, all they're... I did. But I mean, the movie props and stuff in there are really good. Nice to see. It it was okay food. I remember having yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's awesome, dude! Yeah, I had no idea Bruce Willis had. I rem- I know he has a musical talent, but I did not know they had success. I'll have to. Yeah, he had. I'm a, actually gonna look that up just to see what it sounds like. Yeah, there was a uh, respect yourself or something like that. He had he had there was one on Friday night videos I've got somewhere. I'll have to check that out, dude. Oh um, but also, have you seen? Flatliners. <laughs> All right, we we discussed this earlier, and we had suggested that you know we're going to discuss it later. The have you seen it this week is Flatliners, and like I had said, th- this is one of my favorite horror movies that 
you know, when it's on, a, a lot of times when you come, when it comes to the horror genre, you're, let's say you're flipping TV and Nightmare on Elm Street's on, you're, you're not going to be like, hey, I'm going to check this out. I can't wait to watch this. If Flatliners is on, I find myself stopping. I will watch it whenever it's available. You know, it, it's not one that I normally think I need to watch Flatliners. I will put it on. But when it's on, I watch it. Great movie. One of my favorites. Julia Roberts and, uh, of course, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, uh, the lawyer. Slater. Christian Slater, the lawyer out of the West Wing. I can't remember his dadgum name, but he's in yeah. there. Kind of reminds me of Rain Wilson before Rain Wilson. Yeah. I mean, that movie is really trippy. Oh. I mean, of course, the premise is uh, they're, they're docked. Pre or pre-meds doing uh, ex- uh, experimental uh, things research. with research uh, about death uh, or experiences after death, and they're they're stopping their hearts on purpose. And what they figure out is that they are opening a gateway to kind of a different level of consciousness or something like that. But then they do it so much and so long, bringing they, stuff back. With things them. start coming back with them. Yeah. Yeah, dude, and that's when, man, I, I look Kiefer Sutherland being haunted by that little kid that's just going around tormenting him. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll scare the crap out of you, man. Like what? What? It, like he accidentally killed a kid. Like the he chased a kid up a tree and then hit him with a rock and he fell and broke his neck. Is that was Something that what like happened? That. Yeah, I don't don't quote me on that because I don't remember, but I know it was horrible situation. And but, that kid comes back evil and, and pissed and beats the crap out of. him. Oh man, that that whole movie is just—it's it, one of the few where don't don't get me started on my overall take on Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is really good in that movie. Her character is played perfectly. She stays on point in character. I think Kiefer Sutherland is absolutely awesome because he's Kiefer Sutherland, man. I mean, there's nobody else. Christian Slater great it's like i said that the new cast has some big shoes to fill because this was a really good movie and it's one of those that everyone should see hey folks ricky breaking in here why am i breaking into the episode at the end of an episode well let me tell you we lost our audio (laughs) my sound card took a dive or a plug a cable came unplugged or something But anyway, we lost the last segment of the episode and our wonderful review of Wonder Woman. Gosh, it was such a fun time, and I hate that we had our first loss of something. But I'm going to finish it up here as best I can. Uh, Our Don't See It this week was Vampires, the movie starring James Woods. Uh, It was a book I read and was really excited for. I really had a great time with this book. And I got a little overexcited with it and bought some tickets so other people could go see it. And the movie was horrible. Absolutely horrible. It was a travesty of justice put to film. Do not see Jonathan Stakely's Vampires. The book, read it, give it a shot. I had fun with it. 
don't don't do the movie at all. I mean, unless you're just a huge James James Woods fan and you have to have your collection completed in your mind. We had a great time with Wonder Woman. Sean went and seen it. He said he did enjoy it. Didn't enjoy it as much as I did. He had a couple of problems with it, but it was still a great movie. I would still argue that um, it's it's not as good as the top four Marvel movies. But like I said uh, in in the Lost interviews that uh, it'll stand up to at least 10 Marvel movies, same level or or better. Come at me, bro. I enjoyed it. Sean enjoyed it. He had a little trouble with... Well, I can't I can't speak for him. You know, if, if you want to hear Sean's opinion, hit him up on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we'll, we'll get those over to you. I, like I said before, I really loved it. The first, the start of the movie, uh, it's a bookended movie. You start in the present, you end in the present. Weren't strong there. the The World War One story was absolutely great. I thought her origin story was great. Uh, the young girl that plays her when she's little is is surprisingly good. Um, the story's well paced. The action's great. Sean thought that Gal Gadot was great when we first see her on the beach. He thought that she was ineffectual. Uh, you know, just standing by watching stuff go on. Of course, I I did argue that. Uh, she's the eyes of the audience. She's experiencing this thing of war. What's going on? You know, her first exposure to the outside world. And then it really kicks into gear. The fighting, like, we're talking 300 level fight scenes right at the start on the beach. Absolutely great. Mind blowing there. Uh, getting to London, the references to Superman that happened in the movie where she catches, stops the bullet that parallels. Patty Jenkins said that she, you know, did that on purpose as an homage to that movie. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I thought Chris Pine was great. I thought Gal Gadot was great. Uh, even Etta Candy, uh, I, I don't know the actress's name, but uh, she was fine. And once we get into the war and we get to the no man's land scene, it is absolutely, when she starts going up that ladder, amazing. One of the best, and I will state this again, I, I, I stated it before, one of the best scenes I've seen in a movie theater. Not saying the movie is the most amazing thing I've ever seen, but that one scene will stick with me for the rest of my life. And that's, I said that before, and I'm reiterating it here. The rest of the movie, amazing. Um, the end of the movie, we both agreed that the villain was not strong at the end. Uh, the the twist, uh, Sean really did see coming. I, I knew about because I'd read some spoilers about it. Um, but still enjoyed it. And when we get, uh, Sean didn't like that the very end, we end on... Um, after the action's done, after the bad guy's defeated, there is a bit of a long scene between before they go back to the present day and have a really goofed up scene. Um, still enjoyed it. Like I said, really great movie. I, I, Sean is not going to buy it when it comes out. I will. Of course, Sean is one of those people that doesn't buy a lot of movies. I do. Uh, I want them in my collection. Can see it anytime he wants. So... That's pretty much it. Um, if you have any other questions, please hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on our, our social media. He is at Maynard98 on Twitter. Uh, I am at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. Search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. Uh, leave us a message on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. 
you know, come and and just let us know. I have great conversations with guys on on uh, Facebook Messenger, uh, on Twitter, and uh, those connections are really important to us, guys. You know, we we appreciate y'all listening, and we always want to hear what you've got to say. You know, it may affect the podcast. We may be a better podcast because of something you suggest. So let us know. For not so southern gentlemen, he is Sean, and I'm Ricky. Y'all have a great day.